Welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Good evening. Thank you so much. Glory to God. Revelations for elevation. Amen. Glory to God. Everybody say revelation. Amen. I'll just show you five things revelation will affect in your life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, Are you here? <laughs> No, don't ask in a Nigerian way. Are you here? <laughs> you know, musicians, when they sing, say, are you here? No, in Nigeria, they say, are you here? <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> well, we're talking about revelation. And I'm saying that you need revelation for elevation. Amen. That the promotions you have in life will be a function of the light that has come to your heart. Amen. And uh, before we went further, we established three things about trying to describe what revelation is. We looked at Psalm 119 verse 130. Amen. The scripture said, The entrance of thy word gives light and understanding to the simple. Amen. That means that revelation is the penetration of light into your heart. Glory to God. Revelation is when light has penetrated your heart. You can interact with light, but it didn't penetrate. Amen. So revelation is that moment that light penetrates your heart. And as believers, we have a responsibility to meditate on scripture, to stay with God's word until it penetrates our hearts. Just as we have physical eyes and physical ears, our spirit has ears and eyes. When our spirit sees and our spirit hears, revelation has come. Amen. Alright? So, we have that responsibility to interact with light until we see. Amen. Until it penetrates. So, the entrance of thy word there means the penetration of God's word gives light. Then it gives understanding to the simple. The simple is the one that lacks capacity to order his life aright. Um, in Bible times, simple is not just someone that is not complicated. When the Bible says simple, it's talking about actually someone that might be foolish. Amen. Alright? But it says that even that foolish man, when light breaks into his heart, he will have understanding. Amen. Are we together? So light gives, when revelation comes, it gives you understanding. Glory to God. The second thing we said about revelation is based on the scripture that Jesus spoke in Matthew thirteen eleven. Amen. When he spoke parables to the, the, the Jewish people, and when he met his disciples, he explained the parable. So, the question they asked him, why are you speaking to them in parables, but you are speaking to us? He said, because it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom, but to them it is not given. Amen. So, it is through revelation that the mysteries of the kingdom are given to you. Amen. 
Revelation means that you have received the mysteries, the knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom. There are certain secrets, amen, that belong to only those that are in the kingdom. Meaning that you can't learn it from a textbook, amen. You can't learn it from a textbook. You can't learn it from a textbook. You can't hear about it on the news. It has to be revealed to you. Alright? It has to be revealed to you. And I believe that in this time, you and I will function in the mysteries of the kingdom. Amen. Glory to God. We will deliberately use the mysteries of the kingdom to advance the cause of the gospel. Amen. Glory to God. The third thing we said about Revelation is based on 1 Timothy 2 verse 4 and 2 Timothy 3 verse 7. 1 Timothy 2 4 says, Who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth? The same statement was made in 2 um, Timothy 3, 3 7, where he said that ever learning, he talked about a group of people, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, revelation here is coming into the knowledge of the truth. Amen. When you, when you have come into the knowledge of the truth, you can say you have revelation. Amen. Alright, so it could be concerning your health. You come into the knowledge of truth concerning your health. It could be about financial prosperity. You come into the knowledge of the truth concerning financial prosperity. It could be about divine protection. You come into the knowledge of the truth concerning divine protection. Listen to me, when it comes to the things of the kingdom, you know, somebody can have a hold on a particular area and not have a hold on a particular area. That's why we have to keep opening our hearts to receive light. Amen. Paul made a statement in 2 Corinthians 12. He talked about the abundance of revelations. Meaning that he had more than one revelation. Amen. Abundance of revelations. Abundance of revelations. Alright. Abundance of revelations. That means he knew certain things that had been revealed to him. He said, I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. He didn't say to a revelation. He said to visions and what? Revelations. Plural. Glory to God. My prayer is that this year you will walk in multiple revelations. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to me. It is by revelation that you will shine. Glory to God. Yes, by revelation. When that scripture said in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light is come. He said the glory of the Lord is upon you. The glory you will manifest is a function of the light you have received. Amen. Alright? Say, so, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Is risen upon you. Why? Because your light has come. Hallelujah. And throughout this season, light will come to you. Amen. Light will come to your heart. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Revelation is different from education. Amen. We thank God for what education can do in the life of an individual. But revelation is superior to education. Hallelujah. Alright? There are people that might not know all the things that some other people know about because they went to school. But they cut lights from God's word. Hallelujah. And it makes a major difference in their lives. Amen. Glory to God. Alright. So, but where I'm going to is this. That revelation... It's not something you just mouth. It's not something you say. It's not just some talk. You talk somewhere. That you are excited about a scripture does not mean you have received revelation about that scripture. Amen. You can be mentally stimulated by a scripture. Are you understanding me? Because I made a statement earlier. I said maybe the scripture rhymes for you. Are you understanding me? Because it's rhyming. You like it. But when revelation comes, there will be a transformation. Amen. Oh, are you listening to me? There is a transformation that shows because revelation has come. There's an Old Testament scripture that comes to my heart. It is in the 19th Psalm. 
um, several things he said. The 19th Psalm talks about how the heavens declare the glory of God, uh, and the firmament show forth his handiwork. He talked about that. Then he says, day unto day uttereth speech. Night unto night showeth knowledge. He's trying to say that everything, is, God is speaking. Amen. God is always speaking. That the heavens is saying something. The heavens are saying something. The firmament, the sky is saying something. The day, daytime is saying something. The night is saying something. Amen. He said there is no speech or language. That means there is no tribe where that, that communication is not going out constantly. Amen. Constantly. That means God is always speaking. God is always speaking. But now, as you go down Psalm 19, and I get to verse 7, he starts saying something very powerful. He said the law of the Lord, he starts talking about the law of the Lord, is perfect, is flawless, saving the soul, converting the soul. That means when a man comes in contact with the law of the Lord, it will convert his soul. Amen. He said the law of the Lord is perfect. That law there is the Torah. He's talking about the scripture. It is perfect. It is flawless. When it comes in contact with the soul, it will convert the soul. Amen. It will what? It will convert the soul. He said the testimony of the Lord is sure. It's a short thing. It's very sure. Amen. It's sure. It's not maybe or maybe not or maybe not. It, from that verse 7, down, 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 down to 11, it was talking about scripture. Amen. He called scripture the law of the Lord. He called the scripture the testimony of the Lord. He called the scripture the statutes of the Lord. He called the scripture the fear of the Lord. He called the scripture the judgment of the Lord. Amen. He called it the commandment of the Lord. Amen. Alright, then at the end of the day, he now says something about this scripture. He said, this scripture is more to be desired, amen, more to be desired than gold. This scripture is much, yea, much more than fine gold. He said, moreover, anybody that pays attention to this scripture, for the servant of God, it is a warning to him. And then for others, he said, when you adhere to this scripture, what does it do to you? The great is the reward, Amen. It means revelation will be rewarding to you. Amen. Amen. Revelation is what? It will be what? Rewarding to you. It will reward you. You will gain from it. Amen. If somebody lays hold of revelation, it will show. It will what? It will show. It's not just some information that you are excited about, you are jumping. No. Revelation will show. Glory to God. Now, so, there are five things I want to tell you that Revelation will do to you. I was sharing this with them, and uh, I talked along this line. The first thing Revelation does is that Revelation brings conviction. Amen. Ever say conviction. Say it again, conviction. Luke chapter 1, verse 1. In Luke 1, 1, permit me, I'm just trying to run fast because of time. All right. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order... A declaration of those things which what which are most surely believed amongst us, most surely believed our convictions. Amen. Anytime revelation comes, it brings a new conviction. Amen. A conviction is a strong, unshakable belief. Amen. Are we together? A conviction is what is a strong, unshakable belief. Glory to God. The Bible talks about that. You know, when you read Second Corinthians ten. He said, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. He said, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Then he says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. What he's trying to talk about is that he's trying to say pulling down strongholds. Those strongholds are convictions you had before you met the word. Amen. Do you know that some people that have convictions that money is hard? Amen. 
It's a conviction. Amen. You believe it more than say, ah. You say, when someone says money is easy, it's just like, <laughs> actually, it's not as easy as you're saying. It's a conviction that is speaking. Amen. You have a conviction that money is hard. So people have a conviction that this life, you know, this life is not fair. Are you understanding me? The convictions you have control your life. Amen. So one of the major things Revelation does is that it shatters previous convictions and establishes new convictions. Amen. It brings every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's Revelation. Amen. So, when Revelation has come to your heart, it will shift the convictions, the former convictions you have. Some of you have convictions. There are some women that have convictions. All men are bad. Every man in this one in weekend is a conviction. Amen. And that means that anybody you meet, even if it was good, your conviction will make him bad. Amen. Glory to God. So, everybody here is influenced by his conviction. Glory to God. So when you are hearing God's word, one of the things Revelation is doing to you is that it is affecting your convictions. Hallelujah. Don't forget that your convictions could come from the experiences you had in life. Amen. Your conviction could come from how you were raised. Amen. So everybody here, your experience in the faith is colored by your conviction. Amen. Your experience in the faith is colored by your conviction. That means that your conviction... One way or the other influences what you see in life. Glory to God. Okay? So, revelation will affect your convictions. It will change your convictions. Glory to God. Glory to God. There are some people that have a conviction that, you know, me, I'm, a, I'm not a strong person. You know, me, I'm not very strong. Any small thing like this, I'll just be sick. What you? I'm well now. Tomorrow by tomorrow, I'm sure I'll be sick. Are you understanding me? It's a conviction. Glory to God. It's a conviction. It's a conviction. You know, anything I do, the thing does not grow. You see, now, I was doing the other one. It did not grow. I've entered this one now. It was big before, but watch you. It will be small. It's a conviction you have. Amen. That conviction will continually influence anything that you do. Glory to God. You know that psalm that says, it says, the psalm talks about, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the godly. You know, you know not walk, not stand in the world, but not walk in the world, a part of, um, and so on and so forth. Then he now got to the part where he now said, he said, but his delights is in the law of the Lord. In it, does, why is he meditating? To change convictions. Amen. In it does he meditate. There is nothing I know in this world that affects conviction more than meditation. Amen. There is no practice of God's word that I know that can shift conviction more than meditation. Glory to God. Alright? So, there are some strong beliefs you have. You think if you shake your head, it will go. It will not go. It won't go because you shook your head. You will sit down. Why do we fast sometimes? Why are we fasting? We are not fasting because we are trying to pressure God. We are not forming a pressure group against God. Amen. The reason why we are fasting is to put pressure on ourselves. We are applying the pressure of God's word on our minds, on our thoughts. Amen. Until there is a change. There is a conversion of the soul. The law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul. Amen. Converting the soul. Converting the soul. Converting the soul. Glory to God. Then, the second thing that convi- um, Revelation does. Did you get the first one? What was it? The second thing Revelation will do to you is that Revelation will give you perspective. Amen. Everybody say perspective. Say again, perspective. Now, perspective is not what you see. It is how you see. Amen. Are you understanding me? It's how you see. Now, two of us could be looking in this direction. What is there is a table. But the way I'm seeing it is not the way you are seeing it. Are we together? So, revelation will influence or affect your perspective. You know the story. 
you know, um, let me not even go there. I won't come out on time. Now, but the point is this. Two of us can be looking in the same direction. But our interpretations are different. So, perspective is your interpretation of what you are seeing. Amen. Are you together? Your interpretation of what you are seeing. If you don't have revelation, your interpretations will always be different from God's interpretation. What revelation helps you do is to have the same interpretation as God. Amen. Are we together? You have the same interpretation that God has. That's what revelation does. It will give you the same interpretation. That's why someone can be in a dream. In the dream, he's running. And someone is behind him, chasing him. He wakes up. The interpretation he gives is, ah, my village people are pursuing me. But God said, no, 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 no. What it means is that you are ahead of your village people. Amen. The interpretation of that dream is not that they are pursuing you. You are ahead of your village people. A lady had a dream. She came and met me and said, pastor, look at the dream I had. I saw myself on the building, top, top, top building. There was no staircase to climb. I don't understand. Pastor, what does it mean? I jokingly said to her, you are a witch. Amen. Because the interpretation she has in her heart is that, how did she fly to that place? Are you understanding me? For her to go to that place and know, uh, that's the way. I said, but the right interpretation is that you are, how, how does it put that? You are seated far above. Amen. Are we together? Far above all principality and power. It means that the principality is the least staircase to climb. You don't need it. You are already there. Amen. Glory to God. Perspective. Let me say perspective. Perspective. Amen. How you see. How you interpret the experiences of your life. Listen to me. When you sleep and have a dream, you are anointed to interpret the dream how you want. Amen. Glory to God. Adam had powers to name animals. Whatever he called them is what they became. Whatever you call the dream is what it will become. Amen. You wake up, you say, you are not a bad dream. You are a good dream. And what you mean, you will give interpretation to the dreams of your life. Amen. Are you understanding me? And it's revelation that gives you that kind of perspective. You start seeing things differently. Glory to God. Alright? Crisis will rise up. Amen. In the crisis, you will see profit. Amen. Interpretations will happen. Perspective will happen. You will see. You will see profit in the crisis. You are saying, Kai, money has come. But everybody is crying, hey, there's wahala. I say, no, it's not wahala. It's big opportunity. Amen. Why? Revelation is giving you what? Perspective. Lift your hand and say, I have perspective. Say again, I receive perspective. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, revelation. Revelation does what? It gives you what? Perspective. It changes how you see. The interpretations you have of things. You know, a lot of times, believers don't understand that. It's not what happens to you in life that matters. What, hap- what matters is your response. Amen. It's your response. Sometimes, it's your response that gives meaning to what happened. Even the devil doesn't know what the thing means until you give it meaning. Amen. Am I communicating? It's when you start running. He now knew that, oh, it's something to fear. Amen. It's your response that is giving meaning to what just happened. May God open your eyes to respond right. Amen. To every experience that you will ever have this year. Glory to God. It's your year of what? Limitless possibilities. Amen. Tap somebody that says, it's my year of limitless possibilities. Glory to God. How many have we shared now? Two. The third one is that One thing revelation does is that revelation will change your attitude. Amen. It will change your attitude. You know, a lot of people sometimes don't know why they do some things that they do. The emotions they feel towards certain things and how they act. All right? How they act. 
somebody can sit down and then he's crying over something that he's not supposed to be crying over. But when revelation has come, your attitude is affected. Hallelujah. Your attitude is affected. Suddenly, you discover that your response to that circumstance is different because obviously you are seeing it differently. Amen? Are we together? First of all, you know, I shared this story some time back about my dad. And uh, my dad is the first person in my life that showed me how to make the word of God work. Amen. How to make, put the word of God to work. I'm talking about my biological father. I told that story about how he went, um, he came back from work, um, where he was working then. And then he came back with a letter and put it on the table. And then they started dancing around and praising God. Are you understanding me? I thought they were pro- he was promoted. And we were all jumping and praising God. Are you understanding me? Only for me to later find out that it was a sack letter. Are you with me? But his attitude was different. And it was from my father I first heard the name Sennacherib, a king in scripture. Are you understanding me? So he said, as it was in the days of Sennacherib. That was the prayer that day. That when they sent a threatening letter to Sennacherib, he dropped the letter and was praising God. Amen. And said, God, read this letter by yourself. Amen. And it was based on that response that he dropped that letter on the table and they were dancing around. And I saw the miracle turn around that they called them back to the office. Amen. Now, let me explain something to you. It's revelation that made him have that kind of attitude towards a letter. Listen to me. I don't know what letter you have received this year. Amen. May revelation provoke you to act right. Glory to God. The attitude was different. The way he responded to it was different. Glory to God. Are we together? How would Jesus walk into a place where a child died? Are you understanding me? And say he is sleeping. What kind of attitude is that? Amen. Am I communicating? It means that there is revelation he has. There is a way he sees that thing that is happening around him. He sees that thing that just happened right now. Listen to me. Your attitude to this economy will be different. Amen. Glory to God. I said your attitude to this economy reward will be different. Glory to God. Listen, that scripture that talks about, it says, say it to the righteous, it is way with his soul. It's not just talk, it's to make the righteous to respond differently. Amen. Your world is not over. It cannot be over. Amen. I said it cannot be over. It's not over and cannot be over. Glory to God. You see, it's, it's attitude. Revelation. When revelation has come, it changes your attitude. It changes your attitude. Even the way you treat people, it changes it. Amen. It changes your attitude. Glory to God. Number four, where are we now? The revelation will give you new habits. Amen. Glory to God. Revelation will give you what? New habits. New habits. Glory to God. Why does somebody wake up in the morning and spend the first 15 minutes worshipping God rather than just pressing his phone? He's worshipping God. It's a new habit he has formed, a habit of worship. Why does someone decide that every year, every or twice a year, he's going to give a special offering? Why is that giving habit? Revelation has come. He understands the place of sacrificial giving. Amen. Why has someone decided that ah, 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 every month he will have a day dedicated to fasting and prayer? It's now a habit in his life. Amen. It's not something that happens once in a while. It's now routine. It's programmed in his life. When revelation has come, your habits will be adjusted. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. There's somebody that anytime he sees food, his body will be shaking. He eats five times a day. Then revelation now comes. Revelation has come. When revelation has come, the eating habit just adjusts. Amen. The way he looks at food, he's no more living to eat. Amen. 
Are you understanding me? He's eating to live. Rather than just, <laughs> Revelation has changed it. Are you understanding me? Those are some people that are living to eat. As I'm even talking now, they're just thinking. Hey. They're just thinking now. Um, Lolo and Friday. How can you mix Lolo and Friday? What's wrong with you? Are you understanding me? You understand that? And he doesn't see anything wrong with it. Glory to God. So anytime they announce fast in church, they've burst his bubble. He's looking through scriptures to see. Is he in will or gone for? Is fasting in the New Testament? That's when they start doing research. Is fasting in the New Testament? No, it is in the newest testament. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Listen to me. The habit, see, at the end of the day, success is just habits. Amen. It's just your habits. I believe it was Mike Murdoch. Dr. Mike Murdoch said, no, if it's not Mike Murdoch, Mike Murdoch or John Mason, someone said, he says, success lies in your daily routine. That means success is just the habits you have put together in life. That's what turns out to be success. So when revelation comes, your habits will change. Amen. You know that you are a product of your habits. Amen. Are we together? You're a product. If you see someone, he's just, he's just like this, walking like, uh, see? Yeah, it's the habit too. Are you understanding me? Maybe he has a Indian hemp smoking habits. Are you understanding me? He's always. <sighs> That's life will be. Or some people take shots. <sighs> and that's why they're always philosophical. Anything you're talking, they see the other side of it. You know, I put that philosophical. You understand that? You know. Say, so, Pastor, you know, the world is a circle. <laughs> Amen. You say, what has circle got to do with what we're talking about? He said, no, I just, you know, there's a way I see things. So, revelation will change your habits. Even your church going habits. Amen. Why are some people more interested in maybe going to watch movies, going to do this, going to do that? Is, is because they don't have that revelation. Amen. They don't have that revelation. Someone always has to tell them, ah, you have to be in church today. Eh, eh. It's not, I'm coming to carry you to church. Okay, oh. They just follow the person to church. It's not yet something that is a habit for them. Amen. Listen, you should not be ashamed to say I'm a church boy. Amen. Say I'm a church boy. I'm a church girl. I'm a church boy. Are you understanding me? Never be ashamed. It's a habit. When, pe- when people be on the road, you know, there are people that smoke. They are not ashamed of smoking. They say, uh, uh, they even go to a place that are angry. They say, how can there not be ashtray here? Uh, 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 uh. What, can, what kind of a place will not have ashtray? That means they want the world to adjust to their habits. In the same way, the world should adjust to your habits. Your church-going habits. The world should adjust to it. So when you go to an office, you are asking them, uh, uh, don't you know that people go to church? Amen. How will you be working on Sunday? Amen. Why? You are... You are not conforming. Instead, you are transforming them. Amen. You are transforming them to conform to your own habits. Amen. Don't you have a time we pray in this office? 
in the north, they force the offices to have prayer time. Are you with me? Why can't we have our own offices here? Force them to have prayer time, 12 to 12.30. Let's shut down and pray. Amen. Oh God, your business will grow. I'm telling you. If we pray this prayer for one, uh, one month, the place doesn't grow. Shut down the prayer. Amen. Amen. Habits. Everybody say habits. Amen. You are not helping. You are not forming habits, spiritual habits. Amen. Amen. In your family, at home, in your place of work, in school, in your neighborhood. Glory to God. Because revelation has come to you. You see. Amen. The fourth, the fifth thing. Are we there? Number five. Revelation will influence and change your character. Amen. I don't know how people talk about how, you know, the Lord is in my heart. Even if you don't see it, it doesn't matter. Please, let us see the Lord. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say, let us see the Lord in your life. Amen. Let him come out of your heart. Amen. Let us see him. Glory to God. Let us see him. When, <laughs> when revelation has come, it will show your character. Hallelujah. And while we talk about character, we're talking about your behavior. The behavior that people come in contact with, people see, feel, people can talk about. You cannot be someone that you are born again in your neighborhood. I was talking about this um, in Yenigua. I said, your neighborhood, you are the only one that does not pay Nepal B. Amen. You are the only one that quarrels with everybody in the neighborhood. Amen. But you are the Christian. Hallelujah. When you want to pray, you want everybody to hear. Glory to God. You know, they are put like that. Any revelation you are getting that does not make your character attractive to your neighborhood and people around you, something is not right. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about the fact, I'm not saying everybody will like you. Amen. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, it, when I talk about character, it is faultless. The Bible told us about Daniel, the book of Daniel. Daniel, in his day, he was amongst politicians that believed in different things. But there's nothing they could say against Daniel. You know, the charge they could bring against him was concerning his faith. They say, he will not steal. He will not do this. He will not do the things we do. The only thing we can fault him with is that he will surely pray. Let's put a law that prayer is wrong. Amen. Amen. So, he will surely pray. And they just waited and he prayed. Glory to God. But there are some of us here as believers, they don't, have, no, no, no. They set trap for a normal unbeliever, you enter it. Amen. The trap they set was for an unbeliever. They said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. He will come here. He will come here. He's a dicky in his church, but he took come and drink in this place. He will surely come. He will surely come. Amen. He cannot stay two days without star. Just wait, just wait. And then they're waiting for you, you will enter there. You know, you order your star. You want to pour it inside uh, inside Fanta Sprite bottle. Are you understanding me? You want to pour it inside Sprite bottle. They will snap you and put, send it to pastor. Uh-huh. Are you understanding me? They will surely catch you. You know something about sin is that you cannot hide it for long. Are you understanding me? You know, and if you're a believer, you're a believer. The Holy Ghost will help and expose you. Are you understanding me? <laughs> Amen. By and by, one day you'll make a mistake. Amen. No matter how careful you are in doing wrong, you will make a mistake one day. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> yeah, they will always catch you. Are you understanding me? So, <laughs> the, point is, the point is, for you, as you are exposing yourself to God's word, when light is penetrating, the character of Christ is also penetrating your heart. Amen. So, you are becoming a better person. There is no gospel that is a true gospel that does not change the personality of the hearer. Amen. Amen. 
Are you listening to me? There is no gospel that is the true gospel that does not change the personality of the era. As you keep hearing, you'll be changing. You'll be coming better. If you are not becoming better, then you are not hearing. Amen. I'm not hearing. You cannot be stealing and stealing and stealing. You are hearing the gospel and you are devising how to steal more. It's, that's not the gospel you are hearing now. It will change your character. After a while, you start considering. Will I, ah, why should I be stealing? Do I need to steal to make it? Do I need to lie to make it? Do I need to defraud anybody to make it? You understand that? You start seeing the big picture. You start breaking out of those limitations. That want you to behave like the others. To get anything. You don't need to do wrong to get by. Amen. Am I communicating? So revelation will change your character. People around you will be able to tell that you are getting better. Some of you are naturally, naturally stubborn. You understand that? When you were born into this world, you were born, even as you came out from the, you refused to cry. <laughs> so, from Beto, it's so they will have to beat you. Beat you, beat you. That's how you were born. Amen. <laughs> then you just cry small. <laughs> they say, This one, this one is stubborn. They can testify that from the day you were born, that's how you are. Two months, three months. They are trying to get you to crawl. You are standing. You want to walk. You don't want to crawl. <laughs> now, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Amen. It doesn't matter. Are you born again? Amen. Now that you are born again, let the word of God transform your heart. Amen. Glory to God. It starts changing your personality. People can testify. This person is changing. You know, before he was like this. Next, some people are just rude. You know, <laughs> have you seen some people rude? They don't. You see, they have the gift of rudeness naturally. They will be telling their friends, "Don't worry, I will help you." <laughs> they will tell their friend that cannot be rude like them. They say, "Don't worry, I will help you." And then they are, they are proud about being rude. But now when you receive Christ Jesus, amen, there's a finesse the word of God brings to your spirit. A fineness of spirit, amen. A value for people, amen, that the word of God brings to your spirit. You become humble about certain things. There's some fights that you are no more concerned about. You know, there's some people that are always, they are, they're always fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting you that you're not fighting. Why are you not fighting? Fight. <laughs> are you understanding me? They're put like that. They're, they're always fighting. There's always a battle. There's always a battle. As they want to sleep, they just say, one, two, three. I will show you in the morning. Let me wake up. <laughs> so they sleep ready to wake up and fight somebody. Yeah. There are some couples that it is not fine if they're not quarreling. Say, so, ah, honey, we have not quarreled since last week. Are you sure you're okay? Glory to God. So anywhere they are, whether it's office, work, church, they must look for somebody to fight with. Glory to God. A brother was telling me, he got born again and said, worshiping with us. And they knew him as a ruffian, you know, was rascally. So someone reported him. They saw him at Rumola. Someone said, Pastor, I saw brother so at Rumola, he was fighting. I said, what? He was fighting? Say yes. You know? 
Then, I had not met him. He finally came and saw me. He came to give testimony. <laughs> we were at Pin Place that time. He said, I know God has touched my life. He said, how do you know? He said, for the first time, I thought blood did not come out. <laughs> I allowed him go. He did not bleed. <laughs> Amen. Listen to me. God's word <laughs> will affect your character. Did you get the five? Let's go over them again. First one. Revelation will do what? Conviction. Everybody say conviction. Strong belief. The second one. Revelation will do what? Your perspective. Your interpretation of things. How you see. Number three. Revelation what? Your attitude. Number four. New habits. Number five. You are completing him. Amen. Let's rise to our feet and thank him for today. Just talk to God this evening and thank him for the word you've heard today. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Around the world, by the power of the Lord.